This is the Bare Naked Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Party. I'm a mindfulness mentor and breathwork facilitator who's here to bring you unfiltered conversations about mindset, spirituality, holistic healing, and entrepreneurship. Bare Naked Soul is about expressing who you truly are underneath it all as you shed the layers of who you think you're supposed to be. This is my journey of letting my authentic soul speak in hopes that it inspires you and teaches you to explore and express who you really are too. Hello and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. I'm Leah, your host. I'm so excited that you're here today um, as always. And yeah, today's episode is going to be a good one as always. (laughs) So we spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about goals, the future, what we can manifest. And part of that is because I want people to realize their limitless potential. Um, You know, look, I've been asked a lot recently in different interviews I've been doing about how I, you know, found spirituality. And I've been telling that story a lot about how I picked up the book, The Secret, and my whole life changed from that moment. But when I first started reading the book, I was very intrigued and a thought popped into my mind that said the coolest thing in the entire world ever would be if I could teach this for a living. Like, how cool would that be? That thought came and that thought left instantly because that thought sounded insane. Like it it wasn't even something I was going to entertain thinking about. It was a thought that came and went like a thought that would say, maybe I'll, you know, move to LA and become a famous actress, right? Like something that just seems like totally unrealistic and impossible. So it's just interesting because now obviously what I do for a living is largely teaching the the law of attraction and things in the secret, the, you know, mindfulness and and this whole world of of spirituality is basically my full-time job. I mean, I do other, you know, breath work and all these things, but that this, what I do today sounded literally impossible three years ago. I would have said that's impossible for me to do that for a living. Literally, that's not possible. So I really love to teach limitless potential. I want people to understand that just because something doesn't feel possible doesn't mean that it's not possible, right? Um, Our thoughts are not facts. I love teaching this stuff and expanding your mind and teaching you to rewrite your limiting beliefs. But I feel like something that I tend to fall into is this trap of focusing on the future, focusing on the possibilities and the goals and the hope and the dream and all of that. And that pulls me out of the present moment. So we're going to dive into that today and how to kind of balance that, which is my ultimate goal in life. Um, But before we dive in, I have to tell you guys, build your free and fearless business, my digital course bundle, which is six workbooks and four videos teaching you step-by-step how to build your service-based online business, how to move through the fear of putting yourself out there and the fear of selling and the thought that sales is icky and weird and different, give you all different strategies for how to sell. So you can not keep telling yourself the story that you don't know how to find clients and sell in your business, right? Branding, social media, um, Yeah, so, so much is in this course. I'm obsessed. There's a ton of testimonials you guys can check out on the website from my clients that have used this as a resource. And I just can't say enough about how this is like such a great option. If you were looking for business coaching and you're looking for something self-paced, 
It's a low cost way to receive tons of knowledge. So, and, and not just knowledge, but motivation, right? These videos are going to fire you up. There's tons of journaling prompts that are going to help you shift your mindset into belief. So go to the link in the show notes, check it out. It's on sale for one more week. You're not going to want to miss out on this. Okay. <laughs> Another thing, actually, I want to share a couple of life updates. Um, something that's just so important to me right now is community, building community. You know, I've talked a lot on this podcast about how, you know, I've, I've felt lonely since quitting my job. And I had this story about how hard it was to make friends. I did a whole episode about letting go of that story and how I created a group of friends. And I do feel like I have a wonderful group of friends right now. And, you know, I had them all, a bunch of them over the other night for a murder mystery party, which was so fun. And like, I'm doing a lot of things with friends, but I'm still seeking a sense of community. I'm still have a desire to build a community of people together. Um, and so that's something that I'm really focused on right now. And as part of my business is building a community of women to support one another, to cheer each other on, to explore spirituality together. And I'm doing that through my meetup group, um, Growth Minded Gals of Pittsburgh. This is all going to be local, obviously, because I'm building a community in person. That's what's really important to me. I'm so fucking tired of the online stuff, really, to be honest. Um, so I'm really building a lot of in-person community stuff. So if you live in Pittsburgh, you're in luck. Come join the meetup group. Come to an event. We have so many cool things going on. Um, and I just opened a thrift boutique in my house. It's called Mindful Chic Boutique. It is, you know, thrifted, gently worn clothing that I'm curating, that I'm finding, um, that meets a certain vibe. It's basically like my style. And my mission with this really it came from accidentally watching part of a documentary about child labor and realizing, holy shit, there's millions of kids that are not in school that instead are working in sweatshops. And it's just perpetuating the cycle of extreme poverty because these people are not being educated, right? So I decided to start thrifting my clothes, right? And I know I've wanted to do this like in the past I've known that there's problems with fast fashion there's problems with these super cheap and not just super cheap companies actually but buying the clothes online um and how they're sourced and I've known about this for a long time but thrifting just sounded like a lot of work honestly and um buying from companies that are like known as being sustainable it's usually pretty expensive so I wanted to create a place for people to come where they can find affordable gently use adorable clothing that's like for a good cause it's uh, you know ethical and sustainable and it doubles as a community builder so every time someone comes to an event which is like how you'll shop at mindful she boutique is coming to an event and they're all social networking mixers too so if you're in pittsburgh go to the link in the show notes check out these events coming up i'm so excited um yeah, so kind of the last like update is, yeah, I'm really fucking tired of everything being online, not just for me personally. Like, yes, I do think there is a negative impact on me from, okay, so you guys probably know if you've been listening at all lately that I'm spending a lot less time on social media. I'm, I'm being really intentional with when I go on the apps on my phone versus before when I was mindlessly picking up my phone, going to Instagram, going to Facebook 3 million times a day, draining my, you know, just using so much time and energy for nothing, like for nothing, no true intention to me doing that. Right. Um, and I'm trying to like 
So I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm, I'm now self-aware enough that I'm noticing myself wanting to grab my phone. So now it's like, why? And I'm really getting into myself. Like, why am I feeling like I need to look at my phone all the time? You know, um, and there's obviously the addictive nature of social media. They do this on purpose. They want us to be addicted to it. Um, that plays a huge part, but also like today, even just now I was noticing, okay, why am I feeling such an urge to be on Instagram? And I, and I thought to myself, you know, I kind of feel lonely. I kind of feel like a little bit bored, you know, I'm home all day by myself. Um, I have calls in the evening sometimes. Like, so tonight I'll be on calls till eight 30. Won't really see my husband when he's, you know, he goes to work to bed at like 9 PM. So like really haven't seen, didn't see him last night because I was working in the evening. So I think loneliness plays a role. And I think that's not just a me thing. I think if we really look, there's a part of us that really deeply wants community. You know, we're a social animal humans and we don't really, you know, even those of us who work in a building with other people might still be missing a sense of community and still be reaching for our phone for some feeling of belonging or some feeling of like letting go of that loneliness and boredom by just distracting ourselves, right? So I think for me, that's a big part of it. And I don't think that it's healthy at all to like give myself a false sense of that. It's like, I, it's like masking loneliness with a false sense of community. I don't believe online seeing what other people are doing on the internet and seeing other people's lives when a lot of it is fake or filtered or edited or a highlight reel, especially I don't think that satisfies this human need of ours to connect. I think it's actually fucking bad. Like, I really think it's not good. I think there are some benefits. Yes, there are some people that I've been able to stay in touch with, even that live locally, that we met at a networking event and then stayed in touch on Instagram. And then now we're hanging out and, you know, becoming friends because we stayed in touch through Instagram. Yes, there, there are benefits. But I think if it's masking a need for community within us and connection, it's not real. We're not getting a real sense of connection that way to me. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to like vent about that for a second and, and really give you some food for thought around that. Like, why are you reaching for these social media apps? What are you distracting yourself from? What sense of connection do you are you deriving from it truly? Like, what are you really getting out of it? And um, yeah. And really, honestly, do the pros outweigh the cons of social media? I don't know. That's something I'm still grappling with um, and trying to figure out for myself. Um, but yeah, I just noticed that like an hour ago and I wanted to wanted to share and really encourage you, no matter where you live, to find community and connection with real people in real life. Um we need that. I, I don't think the internet's ever going to satisfy that. And especially when the internet is full of, it's a highlight reel. We see the, the flowers that our husband dropped off, but we don't know that we don't share that there was a fight that caused him to buy us the flowers, right? We, we're not sharing the full truth. So go hang out with people in real life and, and see what they actually look like without a filter on and without a perfect pose. And, you know, allow yourself to be immersed in reality. That's what I am here to say right now. <laughs> 
Okay. So what this episode is truly about is my struggle to let go of the future. And the future can feel really good. It can feel really good to think about the future. Like I'm someone who I almost never think about the past. You know, I'm very future focused. I'm very focused on my goals and where I'm going and my vision and my dreams. And none of that is bad. I think it's great to know where you're going. I think it's great to have a sense of, you know, a, a sense of direction and a sense of your, your dream, your vision. Um, but it can provide, it's like we, we can have a sense of hope. It's like the future is better than right now. So if I'm always living for the future because I think it's going to be better, I'm going to have more money. I'm going to have this or that. I'm going to have more followers. I'm going to have a promotion. Maybe I'll have, you know, whatever it is that people are seeing in that future that they wish that they want it so badly right now. And it's like, we're living for the future. That is a mindset. Seeking is a mindset. Seeking something outside of ourselves that we think is going to make us happy. Seeking some future thing to make us happy is a mindset. That means when the future comes and you, maybe you do get that thing you wanted, it's, you're, you're not going to even experience it because you're still going to be in the mindset of seeking. So the future comes you think that's this thing that happened is going to make you finally happy. But next thing you know, you're seeking another thing in the future. Your future, your happiness is now projected to another point in the future down the road. So we're never arriving at happiness if happiness to us is in the future. Seeking is a mindset. That is what we have to really look at here and really say, okay, you know, do I want my happiness to be a distant point in the future that's never going to fucking come? Of course not, right? And this is something that I've had to learn over and over. Um, and recently, it came back to like slap me across the face again, because I, you know, in December, I had like a really, really, really busy month um, with all kinds of things going on. I had a huge launch. Um, just one part of my business that I was selling was my Heal Breathwork Academy. And I signed up 17 people and it was like a huge launch and wonderful. And, but I was just so focused on, I was just seeking. I was in seeking mode. I was in hustle mode. I was doing and doing and doing. I was so busy and so productive. And, um, and I wasn't, truly happy because I wasn't in the moment. I was burnt out. Um, yeah, I, I had just really slipped into this masculine mode of like, do, 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 get, 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 need, need, need more, seeking, 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 right? And then um, when January came, I was luckily able to kind of like settle back into the moment. And I decided very much to do that. And I decided to look at my calendar and get much more intentional with the things I was saying yes to that end up on my calendar and, and saying no to things that I can't have on my calendar anymore. Um, just being more intentional, more choosy about that. And, you know, I went on vacation, which was wonderful and was able to really settle into myself during that time and have the space to say, what is really important to me right now? And remind myself about living slow and living in the moment. So when I came back from that, I just had really shifted. I had shifted out of this hustle mode, out of the seeking mode and yeah, and kind of found my flow again. And flow is one of those things that's like really hard to describe. But when I first found flow, the first time ever that I found flow, I was just driving in my car 
And this was three years ago or so. I was driving in my car. I had just started learning about the law of attraction, just started meditating and journaling. And I noticed that my hands were tingling. Like I noticed I could feel my body tingling. And I can feel it right now. It's, it's actually what I can feel when, when I'm not immersed in the world of thought, right? And it's something that comes with practice. Meditation really helps with this, but getting into your body, when you're in your body and you're feeling the sensations that are inside of your body and the energy moving around, the tingling, it's harder to be caught up in the world of overthinking, right? So I started to notice that would just happen randomly. I'd get like a glimpse of that and I would just feel really happy. Um, you know, prior to that, happiness for me had really come from achieving, like a false sense of happiness from achieving things, from being successful, from looking successful, right? From compliments. Like I, I hadn't truly experienced the happiness within. So another thing I noticed was uh, I would look at the trees. Like I would look at the tree or the sky or parts of nature and just be in awe. I'd be like, wow, I'd be staring at it and just feel something in my body, feeling joy. Like, what is happening? Like, I've looked at the same trees my whole life. Like, I've always lived in Pennsylvania. Like, they've always looked the same, but now they look different. They, I can feel them. So that's what flow is. Flow is us being immersed in the present moment. And it makes things look different and feel different. And it makes everything feel like joy and happiness. And it's the state where we don't need anything outside of us, you know, um, but it's really just present moment awareness. And I lost that in the month of December. And I've lost that so many times over the years um, of doing this business where I get really, really caught up and in, in do it, do it, do it. Let's build, build, build. And maybe those seasons are, are good. Like maybe they're not a bad thing. I, I do want to balance them more and, and stay in flow, but they've taught me a lot. And, you know, life is cyclical and we have different seasons for different things. And right now I'm really in a resting season. That doesn't mean I'm not taking action and getting results though. Um, but yeah, it's just so interesting. And, and now I experience that state of flow quite often. Um, there's, there's many months where most of the time I'm in that state of flow. And then there's months when I get really caught up in my identity, who, who am I to the world? How do people see me? How can I impress people more? How can I make my Instagram grid more appealing? And how can I make sure people know I'm an authority figure and, and just really caught up in that world? I don't like how that feels. And yeah, that's part of why I'm like making so many changes on Instagram too, is it just, I get so caught up in this world of being almost possessed with with thoughts of how do people see me and how can I make people see me in this certain way? And, and what will they think if I do this and that and growing my audience and how many followers I have and this and that and all these things that really are meaningless. And, and then I snap out of it and I come back to my flow and I think, huh, isn't that interesting that I was so caught up in that world of material, you know, quote identity quote who I am right this this who I am on Instagram you know it, it, that's that's not who I actually am who I am is just my soul being existing playing on this planet in the present moment I don't need to have this identity of like who people think I am and all of that nonsense to be happy and 
Oh, and then I started thinking like, you know, to be really honest, I noticed myself judging moms on social media. I, I noticed that moms, some, some moms that I followed and, and that weren't necessarily like running a business online, right? They're, they're not, they're not like building a, you know, they're not like trying to be a personal brand, but they would post pictures of their children that were like, they, you know, had edited it to look bright, right? Like brightened it up and whatever. And I'm like thinking, why would they do that? Like, why would someone do that with a picture of their child? And I'm like judging these moms, right? And I thought to myself, oh my God, they're literally doing what I'm doing. Like I always like told myself, I don't use filters because I really want to show the real thing. I do not want my Instagram page to make people wish that they looked like me and it's not actually me or make people think they need, like, I'm just not, I don't want to be involved in that world of, you know, showing people the highlight and the fake. So I'm like, but I don't use filters. I don't really edit my pictures, but I do make them brighter and crisper and like a better quality photo that doesn't look like real life. Cause it's not real life. And so yeah, I thought I thought to myself, wow, here I am judging people for doing exactly what I'm doing, but I justify it because, well, my brand has to attract attention. I have to get people to, you know, see my picture and want to click on my things so that they, so they can come to my teachings, right? And my podcasts and all these things. And so I was justifying it, but I think that I don't think that's worth it anymore. I don't think it's worth it to be a part of the problem. Cause to me, it is a big problem that we see things on social media that don't really match up to what they look like in real life. That's a big problem because that leads to so much comparison. And I just don't want to be a part of that anymore. You know, so I stopped brightening my pictures. The pictures are just a picture of my phone with nothing done to it now. (sighs) Yeah. As you guys can tell, I'm having like an identity crisis maybe where I'm like, okay, I've built this whole business based on something, um, based on things that I just don't know about anymore. I mean, I just don't, I don't want to be caught up in the world of how many followers do I have and judging other people based on their number of followers, right? I do that. I judge people based on their number of followers, not where I think someone's a loser or cool, but I think of their level of authority, um, based on the number of followers they have. I, I perceive that they must make an amount of money based on the number of followers they have, which is complete bullshit. Um, you know, it, it's it's just, I don't think it's good and I just don't. And then we have all these people following us. You know, subconsciously, humans want to emulate their leaders. They find a leader, they seek the leader out and they want to be like that leader dress like that that leader, show up that that leader, talk like that leader, do the things that leader does. So being an influencer is like a huge responsibility to me. And I take that like very seriously. And so when I notice things like this and I say, oh, ah, like, is this something I even want to be involved in? Is, is Instagram something that I even want to be involved in because I think there's so much harm happening when we have this like rating system with like how many likes people have and how many followers people have and people go to all kinds of lengths to increase those numbers for nothing right just for a just for a false sense of authority 
um, or a false sense of being cool. People thinking that you're cool enough or good enough or that they should have a reason to follow you, right? Um, and the numbers really don't mean anything. So yeah, I think I'm going to take a break from Instagram for a while, maybe hop on once a week or twice a week and check messages and, you know, check out some of my friends' pages that run businesses, show them some love, whatever I feel like truly intentional to do. But yeah, I just don't think I can be involved in that whole world anymore of what that's doing to people. I just don't think it's good. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like going on that little rant there. Um, but yeah, it's been weighing on me big time and I think I just need to do it. I think I just need to do it. It's terrifying because I get most of my, like, I don't know about most, but I get a lot of my sales from my Instagram stories. I mean, I get a lot of my sales from the podcast too, but a lot of the times people come from the podcast, go to my Instagram and then buy something on my story. Right. So the idea that I have to be on Instagram stories all the time is not true. I know that. I know that. But um, but it's very scary, you know, especially this being my full-time job and the addiction that I have to the validation that you people give me on Instagram. That is a problem. You know, I think the big thing for me is like, I wonder who I would be if I didn't have these people that I follow on Instagram that I'm looking up to subconsciously even comparing myself to, um, I wonder who I would be. I wonder what I would be like if I wasn't also trying to, trying to be a personal brand, putting my face out there all the time. And I, I just wonder what I would even be like or feel like, or yeah, I want to, I want to explore that. I want to know what that's like. Cause I, even before I had a, um, before I had my Instagram page, you know, I had a personal page. I didn't like post a ton or share a ton, but I definitely remember like getting engaged. Oh, how am I going to announce this on social media? Right. It, it begs the question, do we do things? Do we want things so badly because we live in a society where everything is about showing things off? Um, showing the world your new this or that or announcing this or that or you know your new house your new car whatever we've been for a long time sharing all of those things on social media it begs the question of what would it be like if that wasn't something that we did would we change any of those decisions would we still want the things so badly if we weren't trying to share to the whole world to let them know how successful we are or how our life is perfectly fitting into the boxes of like doing this or that by 30 and having all these boxes checked and being this, I just wonder what that would be like. What was it like in the nineties? I keep asking my friends this, you know, I mean, they're my age, but I'm like, do you guys, what do you guys think it was like to be 20 or 30 years old in the nineties? No social media, no cell phones, um, a fucking map in the, <laughs> in your car that you drove around with. Like, what was life like? Did we want, were we so much into the consumerism and wanting the next thing? That's my question. I want to see how that affects me being away from the world of sharing all the, all the things on social media and seeing everyone else sharing all of their things. Yeah, I feel like we derailed a little bit from the original topic, but I'm really happy about that little rant and I really want to hear from you guys, but maybe not on Instagram. <laughs> So 
I'm going to put my email address um, in the show notes if you guys want to email me and let me know what you think. And, you know, I'm really intrigued by this conversation. Um, And yeah, especially if you decide to take a break from social media or digital media altogether, like I'd love to hear from you too with any, any shifts that you feel from that. So I want to kind of wrap things up here with, you know, I posted a quote earlier on Instagram, uh, what we seek is within. Because when you think about the things that you want so badly, more money is a really good example, right? Once I have more money, then I'll be happier, I'll be good, or I won't be stressed or whatever. What we truly are seeking though, no matter what it is that we're seeking, we're seeking a break from thinking. Our thoughts all day long are telling us what's wrong, what the problems are. How can we solve the problem? How can I do more of this? How can I do more of that? How can I not be stressed about this? And what we truly seek, I believe, is a break from that. We want peace of mind. That's what we want. That's what we think all of these things will give us, you know, because once we've satisfied all the things that our mind keeps telling us that we need to have, well, then we have peace of mind, right? And I've already explained how short-lived that is when you're in the mindset of seeking. But I think what we really truly want is a break from thinking. I think we want peace, inner peace. And that is within us. That's never going to come from something material unless it's one of my retreats. You can come into one of those and we'll clear your mind and you'll walk away maybe more at ease. But what you want is within, right? What we seek is within. Um, So how can we get peace of mind without having more money or the engagement ring we fucking need so badly from the person we we need to feel whole. We need to feel good enough. We need to feel that we're appreciated love. So we need that promotion. We need that next client. Like we need people to say yes to us, right? But what we're really seeking is peace of mind and wholeness. And that is within you right now. So how we get there in the present moment is we just practice observing our thoughts and letting them go. It's meditation, but it's mindfulness because you're doing it while you're just living your life. So I'm, I just recently reread Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now, which I highly recommend. I fucking love that book. My second time reading it. Um, but I wanted to give an exercise that he shares in the book that we can do right now, no matter if you're driving or running on a treadmill or whatever the fuck you're doing. Okay. I'm going to say a phrase and I want you to say it to yourself right after in your mind. Okay. So here's the phrase. I wonder what my next thought will be. Did you have a thought pop in yet? Were you able to notice that thought, to hear that thought in a different way than you normally do because you're normally in a stream of constant thinking? When we ask ourselves this question, I wonder what my next thought will be, and we get really quiet and we get alert and we're, we're, we're like on the lookout for that thought, we can create a gap and a little bit of stillness. A, a little gap and a little peace of mind between our thoughts. And practicing mindfulness just allows you to increase that time 
and the ease with which that comes, right? And that's truly everything because the thoughts are what tells us we have all these problems and we need all these things and things have to go our way all the time, it has to be perfect, has to be this and that, the next thing. So practice that. I have it on a sticky note right now in my bathroom mirror. It says, I wonder what my next thought will be. And when I see it, I say it out loud to myself and I just become aware and I notice and I give myself a little break. And then you, I can practice hearing that thought and observing it and saying, huh, interesting. And then you can observe the next thought and you can just do that, right? You can use it in meditation too. It's really powerful for in a meditation. If your mind is chatterboxing, ask yourself that question, that little prompt. Okay, so how can we become obsessed with today, with this step of our journey that we're on today? Not, not daydreaming about the future, not thinking about, oh, it's gonna be so much easier when I have this or that, but how can you be obsessed with the step that you're on today? So practice noticing the thoughts that pull you into the future, practice becoming aware of them, noticing them and letting them go and coming back to here and right now. Okay. I love you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to share this wherever you would like. Um, and I would so appreciate a rating from you guys or a thumbs up on YouTube. It means the world to me when you help me share the word about this podcast. And I will see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.